Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips podcast. This is Brian. And I'm Paul. We'd like to welcome you to a community meant for the men of the world to share our thoughts and perspectives on marriage. We can learn from each other's experiences and help each other be better husbands. Now, let's get right into the show. Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in today, current listeners and new listeners alike. Um, Today we're going to be talking about, does she think I'm weak? We're going to get into what exactly we mean by that. Um... And just have a conversation about how we can feel comfortable asking for help specifically in areas that we might need it and not be afraid that our wives think that we're weak. Yeah, and if you want to be a part of this conversation or just reach out to us, you can uh, connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram. And if you want to see our faces, if you're listening to us, you can check us on YouTube don't want to see our faces you can hit us up, hit us up at our, our website marriage is tougher to catch the podcast but we're here to um just field questions set up a community and just go a little deeper in the conversation that we have so feel free to link us up again our website marriageistougher.com especially if you would like to be a guest um, there's a form you can fill out and we go from there so let's jump into this episode yeah so does she think I'm weak? Yeah. When I originally brought this topic to the list, I was struggling to speak to my wife on a level where I knew I needed help in certain areas and I knew I needed to set certain expectations that basically went against what my upbringing is or, or was, right? And that's to say I, for most of my childhood, had to be the man of the house. And mm-hmm. like I told you before, I got kudos for that, right, from the adults in my life. Um, I, I kind of got comfortable there. And for a large part of my life, I, w- I didn't have anyone to ask for help. So that just kind of became my reality and became my expectation for myself. Right. And we've talked about it before, but, you know, growing up as a boy, typically the men in your life, especially when you're heavily involved in sports, teach you just to be tough, tough it out. Right, rub some dirt on it. <laughs> You're not hurt. Walk it off. <laughs> right, and so then to be plugged into a a space where you're supposed to be vulnerable kind of looks that in the face and says, "Oh no, that's that's wrong. That doesn't feel right." And so, for a large part of my marriage, I have and do struggle with asking for the things that I want and need from my wife because I have this, you know, I don't know, I'll call it a self-fulfilling prophecy that if I need help, then I'm failing as a man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think all of our topics are so wild when we talk about them because when we apply certain 
aspects to our marriage, I'll say for me, I struggle. But if it's something that's not in the marriage, like I may not either struggle as much or I may thrive, right? You know, maybe outside the home, I have no problem asking for help. Mm-hmm. But like if it's, <laughs> if it's in my marriage, I'm like, uh, let me exa- exhaust all options and even as a detriment to myself before I ask for help. Um, but the one thing that you said is, or when you were talking about it, is I don't know if we ever had vulnerability modeled. Yeah. Right? Because when we look at, when we look around life, like we see, you know, using the sports analogy, like we see people doing the sport, we see how hard they have to work, we see what you have to do, and, you know, our our coaches and the people involved will model that, show us how to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Or if it's work, you know, you see, you know, how you have to, whatever training you need, you know, what's the steps to move up to the next thing? Like you see that modeled, mm-hmm. but we don't see vulnerability modeled often, if at all, um, specific, specifically in marriage. Um, so, or, and specifically asking for help because a lot of us men feel like it's almost a badge of honor to not to be independent and not have to ask. And we want to grind, 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 grind. Right. Yeah. But it's just like, at what cost? I'll, I'll tell you what cost the cost of not getting any recognition for it until after you die. That was a strong man, man. Did you see what he went through? <laughs> he took a, he took care of his family. Wow. Right. Did you see what he did? <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is. And the funny thing is, I think if we ask our wives or significant others, they see what we're doing. They see what we're striving to do to be the sacrifice that we make. Mm -hmm. And they want us to ask for help. (laughs) But we just refuse to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I Thinking back on it. My wife provides a lot of space for me to ask for help, right? She, and this is something that we need to work on. This is something we are working on. Um, you know, I, I think recently I've asked her, if you see me struggling with something and know that I need to ask you for help, Give, give me a little push to do so, right? Because all of my history tells me that I'm not just going to do that on my own yet, mm-hmm. right? And that, so I don't know necessarily what that looks like. Does that look like her coming to me and saying, hey, do you need some help? Or does it look like her just offering the help, right? If she knows specifically what I need, mm-hmm. um, does it look like her approaching me and saying, hey, I'm here, just a reminder, right? Um, and it, obviously, it's something I need to work through. But again, I could use her help working through 
Yeah, that seems to be the theme. Um, yeah, I mean, I think some, something you said in your initial, when you're talking about the this whole conversation, you said you got comfortable there in that place of being the man of the house and not asking for help or just knowing that you weren't going to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a deep thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I got that's, comfortable in misery. Yeah. If you really think about it. Right. And then yeah, we walk I mean, around I, talking about, I don't know why I'm so depressed. <laughs> you know, because yeah. you, you just got comfortable not taking care of yourself in the way that you should. Yeah, we definitely get, we choose comfort even if it's detrimental mm-hmm. over progress sometimes because the, taking the steps to progress is challenging and stretches us and hurts us. Um, you know, if we're used to, you know, going through something and not feeling that we've accomplished it until we've struggled, right? And it's mm-hmm. more so we struggle through because it takes us, you know, two days to ask for help when we could ask for help in hour one and <laughs> been done. Yeah. Right? But, like, you get that sense of accomplishment almost, too, when you figure it out on your own. But this, but at that point, it's like, at what cost? Right. Yeah. At what cost do we not ask for help? Yeah. You know, we... It's funny to me that if you've ever been in a gym to work out to get stronger, you know that there's pain involved. You know that there's discomfort involved. And I don't know if it's just because we've seen so many people do it or at some point in your life you were forced to do it if you were an athlete, right? And so you have felt that pain and have seen the results of it that we're willing to go back into that pain in order to become better. But for something that is maybe not so tangible, we, we struggle to, to push ourselves through that pain because it's unfamiliar. And yeah, we, I think we, it's... Um, we are not that experienced in emotional health, mm-hmm. right? We'll be, we know we're experienced in physical health, right? Um, but if it's in that mental space that how do I think healthy thoughts and what's the best way to process information? Um, because it is, like you said, it's unta- it's not tangible and it's different for every person. Mm-hmm. There's no way to be like, this is what you should do and you'll you'll get there now. Um, but physically, we know we can, you know, for those of us who are involved with sports or ever hired a personal trainer or whatever, it's like, okay, we'll set you with this basic stuff and we'll go from here. There's always like a general foundation, but we, I think societally, haven't gotten to that space. Some of us have. But as just a thought process where everyone knows, because everyone knows, you go to the gym, you're going to be sore. It's whether you're a day one or a day two or a day three or the most pain that you feel afterwards. Yep. It's not if you're going to, it's when you're going to feel 
that work out. Um, but we don't, there's not something about that societally that we can understand, even being like a novice at tackling your mental health and your thought process, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And what you had me just do is compare a personal trainer to a marriage counselor. You know, we, if we can afford it, we're all about hiring someone to help us get stronger physically. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you do that with your marriage by seeking counseling? I mean, it's basically the same concept. They're going to expose your weaknesses, make you practice or work on them so you can become stronger. <laughs> Man. That, I, I don't have words. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that, that makes the most sense. It just does. Yeah. So... I mean, and the crazy thing about it is if you work at somewhere that generally cares about you, you can get five sessions for free <laughs> with Facts. EAP from basically anywhere. Um, so it's not going to cost you anything. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get any free sessions, but we're definitely getting 20% off for the year. Yeah, you know. I, feel it. I mean, and I mean, if the cost is something that scares you, I can tell you there are options out there that are not as expensive as the movies make it seem. And I think that's good. You know, that's. One thing that probably holds a lot of people back, I, I know it was something that held me back for a while. I'm like, I can't afford a thousand dollars an hour. What are you kidding me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but the situation we're in now, using, uh, I'll just throw the name out there, we're, we're using Re, uh, Regain, which is hosted by BetterHelp, right? We can interact with our counselor whenever we like through their app and messaging, right? And then part of our plan has a video conference for 45 minutes to an hour once a week for less than $300 a month. There's a lot of value packed into that. Yeah. I mean, if you think, you know, right, the average the average car note is close to 500 bucks a month, right? It's like and seven a lot now. Of people are like, yeah. People are like, yeah, I drive my car everywhere, blah, blah, blah. You're literally married every day, every second. <laughs> I mean, you literally, uh, most of us, if we're going to work, it's, we take our car from home to work, maybe stop some errands on the way back, go back home. Maybe again, run our kids somewhere, come back. But you're literally married every second of the day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. if you put if you put that use case, right, we're gonna pay five to seven hundred dollars a month for a car. We're gonna not, you know, say that it's too expensive for. But if you can get that for three hundred dollars a month, someone that you can 
that can help you at any time. Yeah. And you get a weekly video for, you know, at, you know, up to an hour. Like, I mean, I see the value. Not everybody sees the value, but right. to me, having a healthy marriage is the most valuable thing you can have. More, more important than a car, more important than a house, more important than anything. Yeah. And as uh, I'll make a generalization, as I often do, but as an American who knows and has, you know, knows people and has himself self-medicated and spent a lot of money doing that, if you seek the information to get help, then at least you'll know what needs to be done, right? So don't let lack of information steer you away from getting help. Get the information. It doesn't cost you anything to get the information, but a little bit of time, right? You can go online and figure out exactly what it's going to cost you if you know that's the route you want to take. If you want to be in person, it might be a little bit more expensive, but you know there. Are, I I would say it's as good as being in person because you get to see their face, you get to see their reactions. They get to see you. So, you know, and especially in this day and age where so many of us work, you know, remotely and have those interactions with the people we work with over video chat. You know, don't try to give yourself an excuse by not at least just looking for the information. Because then, I mean... Even if it's something that you can't do right away and you need to budget for, at least you know what needs to be done to get there. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be a forever thing, right? Fix the things you need to fix, get out. If something else breaks, put the car back in the shop. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Get the tools that you need, yeah. and then if you need more tools, go back to the store. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So... Yeah, I mean, in essence, she doesn't think we're weak. Just don't ask for help. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I learned in our most recent session. Uh, you know, which was which is good for me because I think in the back of my mind, I knew that that's why I wasn't asking for help. But it helps to have somebody else expose it for you. Right. It it made that conversation easier for me to have with my wife, having someone else point it out and be like, yep, that's that seems to me where you're where you're struggling. And I was able to, you know, confront myself about that issue that I have. Mm-hmm. And then without necessarily having to ask my wife that question, she was able to answer it for me. Right, which yeah makes my situation more comfortable now. <laughs> yeah, that no longer has to be in the back of your head because mm-hmm. she thinks you're you're strong and you're great. Mm-hmm. And anytime we're affirmed by our wives, we get a boost in what we think we can do because it's all mindset, right? Yeah. So feel invincible. Yeah. 
Yeah, getting getting a boost from your wife and confidence in any areas like walking out of the barbershop with a fresh cut. <laughs> Facts. No hat. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh man. Yeah. So I don't know. I think we tangented it off of does she think I'm weak, but I'm cool with it. We circled back. <laughs> so, it is what it is, man. If y'all have listened for a while, you know we're going to tangent from time to time. So, we hope you enjoy our tangents, for sure. If you don't, you can let us know. If you do, you can let us know. You can find us on uh, com. You can find us on Facebook, search Marriages Tougher. You can find us on Instagram. Um, we're working on putting some content out on TikTok. So, be on the lookout for that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we're looking to have conversations with you. We're looking for you to give us feedback. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, and also continue the conversation for any of the topics that we've brought up. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's what we're doing here, trying to make marriages better, make our marriages better. But within that, we're ho- we hope we're helping you as well. So let us know if we're doing that. Make sure you are liking and subscribing so we can reach more ears. It doesn't cost you anything but a second. Matter of fact, you can pause right here and do it. I'll wait. Okay. I hope you did it. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I don't know. You got anything else, man? Nope. That's it. We'll, uh, we'll catch y'all next time. All right. Thanks for listening. If you got any value out of this episode, we'd like to invite you to rate, follow, and review on your favorite podcast platform. If you would like to be a guest and want to have your questions answered, hit us up on our website, marriageistougher.com, or follow us on Facebook, searching Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips. Thanks again. This is Paul. And this is Brian. We will talk to you next time.